the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on this uh, sunny and pleasant Monday. It's John DePietro. Right now it's 106. Very pleasant. 61 degrees, sunshine, very comfortable. It's actually going to be a very dry week. My goodness, it's going to be dry this week. So if you're like me and you want to, you know, certain flowers and grass could certainly use a little rain. You're going to have to use the hose this week, folks. I don't see any rain in the forecast tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, my goodness. So anyhow, but again, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Uh, you can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, folks, this portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by the Lawn Doctor. Remember, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. And you want to call them right now. You know, they come out and they're so efficient. They let you know ahead of time, you know, this is Lawn Doctor. We're going to be out uh, tomorrow. Come by. It's It's safe. We let little uh, rum out there, and it's it's no problem in any way. Lawn Doctor. Now, maybe you're in the car right now and you're riding. You're driving, I should say. And you can't take down the phone number. Well, they have a great website. They have a very, very, they have, you know, some people have good websites. They have a very good website. Their local phone number for Lawn Doctor is 401-392-1025. 392-1025. Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. But I understand you're driving and maybe you can't jot it down, but they do outdoor pest control. They have annual programs, lawn care programs, and it's your best lawn ever guaranteed. I highly recommend them. George and his crew, they are fantastic. And it changes your property and your lawn. My backyard, I, I have people over there like, my God, it's like a gulp. Of course, for crying out loud. Uh, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. That's right. Call them at 392-1025 or go to their website. It's lawndoctor.com. Now, we're going to talk to Blake Filippi. He's the House Minority Leader. Coming up, kind of get an update on things. But also, there was a, I know not everyone's on social media, but uh, it's incredible how he was under attack over the course of the weekend. Because the Providence Journal decided to do a story and they wanted to know how many Republicans have received the vaccine. And a lot of the Rhode Island Republican Party members, um, even the headline, their mum on the vaccine, they didn't want to talk about it. They said for different reasons, health reasons and privacy And the people attacking them, some people are saying, that's it. It should be mandatory vaccine for everyone. Well, that's ridiculous. But folks, see, this is the world they want to live in and calling them selfish. Now, keep in mind, there's plenty of Democrats who are not getting the vaccine. I've said it's a personal choice. It is absolutely a choice. But if you don't think there's media bias, um. Only a handful of Republicans responded. Only a handful of them, a small number, said that they had received the vaccine. But it says half of 99 Democrats responded. Well, then half didn't. Then half didn't. But why isn't that the headline? Why isn't the headline half of the Democrats 
in the General Assembly at the Rhode Island Legislature, half of them won't won't answer the question of whether or not they got the vaccine. Why? Why isn't that? The, well, we know what the answer is. Same thing with this foolishness with the voting. Folks, I am telling you, as I said last hour, and I, we, we have a president. But Biden, he, number one, first of all, he's not all there. Um, Dr. Fauci is already saying US, USA will not mandate vaccine passports. Some places might. You have a president who's leading us into a race war. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. And they're doing it. Um, this situation with the the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin trial, it's it's um it, it is um it's very traumatic to watch that that tape. It is, and there's no guarantee on the verdict. Because he will get a defense, and it's going to be medical defense. And the media is going to be partly to blame because they, they continue to hide things. Um, it shouldn't be a race thing. Of course it is, but the body should not be so much. The man had, had heart disease. Uh, listen, at the very, at the very, at the least, the very least... They were insensitive. At the least, there was no, and by the way, there was no reason to have his neck, his knee on his neck. None. I'm not convinced. We are not convinced that that's what caused the death. Actually, it's it's the opposite. The, The doctor who did give him the autopsy, autopsy I should say, is saying that that's not what caused his death. What caused his death was he was basically in cardiac arrest. He had a series of heart trouble, and he had consumed a large amount of drugs. Um, I, I don't, you know, there may not be a definitive answer, but then the jury, it's going to have to be either either convict this guy of second degree murder or they're going to burn every major city to the ground. And Biden is fanning the flame with this voting stuff in Georgia. And, and the people, you know, Al Sharpton is not alone. Stacey Abrams is right there. And some of these people attacking Blake over the weekend. You know, I also saw another headline, folks, and that is half of Republicans believe false accounts of the deadly Capitol riot. Well, I'll, I'll give you something that's since the deadly insurrection at the U.S. Capitol pushed false misleading accounts. Is a poor, is a three months after a mob of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. Half of Republicans believe the siege was a nonviolent protest. That is true. Or was the handwork of left, left-wing activists? I don't believe that. It was, it was mainly nonviolent. Six in ten Republicans also believe the false claim put out by Trump that the election was stolen from due to widespread voter fraud. And the same proportion of Republicans think he should run again in 2024. Since the Capitol attack, Trump many of allies within the Republican Party have publicly painted a picture of the day's events at odds with reality. Hundreds of Trump supporters mobilized by the former president's false claims climbed the wall of the Capitol building, smashed windows. Um, the rioters, Trump gear, waving flags. Uh, also included white supremacist groups known as Proud Boys. They're not white supremacists. The leader isn't even white. Oh, my God. 
Recent interview with Fox News, Trump rioters pose zero threat. They left. They showed them in the Senate chamber. They didn't take anyone hostage. They didn't have to leave the building. The, the riots from the summer were far more dangerous. And let me also just say this again about the Capitol. Five people didn't die. Five people didn't die. Two people died. Two people died. The Capitol Police officer had some chemical reaction. Something happened to him. And Ashley Babbitt, who was shot and killed, the unarmed protest. That was it. The rest, the other three people died, had nothing to do with that. One Trump supporter died of a fentanyl overdose. I don't know what she was doing. She did die inside. The other two went to the speech and died. Tourists die every day who travel in this country. Every single day. Today, on this date, Monday, April 5th, somewhere, someone is going to go to Disney World today, unfortunately, and then they're going to die of a heart attack. It's going to happen, and it's going to be sad, but either could do the heat, or they're not in condition, or whatever it is, but it happens all the time, and that's what happened with those other two people, by the way, so... All right, let me get, um, I want to get Blake Flippy on the air, just because he was, that, that journal article's really misleading, very, very mis- misleading with the uh, journal article. There he is. Folks, joining us right now, he is the House Minority Leader. It is Minority Leader Blake Flippy. Uh, good afternoon, Minority Leader Flip- uh, Flippy. Uh, good afternoon, John. Nice to hear your voice. Leader, good to hear your voice. I want to start off with... Um, you know, there's an old, there's an expression a guy used to work with, uh, you know, used to say, which is, listen, you're not paranoid if there are people against you. That journal story headline, Republican lawmakers mum, is is so misleading because by Patrick Anderson, most Rhode Island Republicans legislators won't say if they plan to get the COVID vaccine. By the sheer numbers, there's far more Democrats that didn't even respond to whether or not they're going to receive the vaccine. Agreed. I think a majority of our Democratic colleagues realize that, you know, you can't start invading privacy, um, especially medical privacy. And there's a big drive to do that in this country. And so, frankly, there's bipartisan support to the notion that your medical decisions should be your medical decisions and no one else's business to know. So if you don't mind, just touch on when, when did you get contacted by the reporter in because they said you did respond and how was the uh, story framed um i'll read you the whole email hold on one second i'm pulling it up okay um and uh, I, as i'm pulling it up i just want to say that you know that that report should have the title of that article should have been majority of republicans refuse to respond to reporters request for private medical information because that's what happened you know, no one said, oh, Patrick, I'm not going to tell you whether I'm getting it or not. No, it was like, this is not your business. It's a stupid question, a stupid article. Um, hold on one second. So here, here's what it says. Um, Hi, representatives. This is to all the reps. Recent polls have found a large gap in vaccine hesitancy based on political party affiliation. The Republicans, with Republicans, much more likely to say they do not plan to get vaccinated when eligible. And here in Rhode Island, elected Democrats have been very public showing themselves getting vaccinated and urging constituents to get shots. Republicans less so, at least as far as I can tell. And here's the question. With that in mind, have you been vaccinated yet or do you plan to get vaccinated when eligible? 
If so, why? If not, why not? End quote. Okay. And That's now, what you okay. And then, what was what was your at least response to that? Um, pretty much none of your damn business. But hold on, yeah. not your business. So like, that's what I you understand. Said, uh, yeah, th- thank you, Patrick. Respectfully, I won't respond to any query that seeks details on such personal and private medical decisions. Right. Yeah, that's it. So now, however, it then played itself out, and they don't really get into the fact that there's actually more Democrats who won't respond than Republicans. But let me get, how about some of the responses to you? Nicholas Delmonico, now that you bring it up, COVID-19 vaccinations should be mandatory, but y'all aren't ready for that conversation. What What is your thought on that, Rem? I mean, it's like, listen, these are personal decisions. I think I think it's an elitism that these people have, including Mr. Delmonico. And if you go further down, he says, and there should all, there should be no religious exemptions. Um. I, I think I think people out there are elitists. They they they're godless and they think government is a deity and they right. think government can control these fundamental private things in your life. And it just shows a complete lack of understanding of the fundamental principles this country is was founded on: autonomy, self determination. Uh, they want you to be forced to get a needle in your arm. Now, whether that's the right decision or not is not the issue. The issue is: can government force you to do it? And should you have to disclose whether you've done it or not? And to disclose whether you've done it or not is becoming is fast becoming the issue with this whole business of vaccine passports. <clears throat> it's, it's, and I'll, I'll take you back probably 60 years. The, the Nuremberg Code was a code laid down post-World War II about the medical ethics of forcing people to participate in medical experiments. Right. And and what in the first the first part of the Nuremberg Code, number one part of the code said, any people participating in experimental medical treatment must be completely voluntary. Now these COVID vaccines, by their very definition, are experimental. They have not gone through the full approval process. Not disputable. Clearly, they're experimental. And so now what they're saying is they're trying to coerce people. They're going to try soon enough to coerce people into taking an experimental vaccine by saying you don't have to take the vaccine. You just can't go into ball games. You can't go to restaurants. You can't participate in commerce. You can't travel. Travel's a constitutional right too, and it's it's violating these principles of the Nuremberg Code. And, I, and I'm, I'm amazed I'm even having to cite the Nuremberg Code at this time in our country's history. But that's that's what's up. Folks, we're speaking with House Minority Leader Blake Filippi. How about this exchange on Twitter where another reporter says most Rhode Island Republicans legislators won't say if they plan to get COVID vaccine, a head slapper. And then another reporter said today's GOP. What, what does that mean that it's a head slapper in today's GOP? I mean, I, I just think I just think it shows it, it reveals the bias. And. You know, it's fascinating. And like the first paragraph of that article, it says there's been no real controversy yet with local Republicans and vaccines. So let's, you know, let's create the controversy. Right. It's it's the media trying to create news. And I just think that shows the, the fundamental misunderstanding of what their job is. The job is to report the news, not do uh, articles that are a date for people to start fighting. You know, this wasn't an issue until they started making it an issue. 
Now, what about suddenly it then started to morph into an, a, the abortion issue? How do you how does this then turn into an abortion issue? Uh, listen, people on Twitter are not strong. Most of them are, are spineless cowards yeah. who never had never had the guts to say anything to your face on the street. Right. But you know they're behind their computers in their parents' basement, yep. and they're just they're just very brave. Um, I, I, I think what their rationale is that oh, finally, Flippy says he believes that medical decisions are private and the government has no role in them, so he must support abortion now. And it's just really a false equivalency. They don't understand the nuance, um, and they're just trying to score cheap political points on an issue which they frankly misunderstand a Republican's perspective on. But that, it's not about truth with these people. It's not about truth. It's about you know scoring cheap points and like exciting their radical base now your response of private medical decisions are not anyone else's business why do you think that many of the other side the left and now obviously members of the media why do they feel that basically this isn't about mask wearing that if you're a rep at the state house and especially they seem they want to focus on the Republican reps. You, you have a moral obligation to let everyone know whether or not you got the vaccine. Yeah, and, and I mean, it just shows they have a, a problem with their own morals. I think that it shows actual leadership to stand up against this media and uh, social media mob, frankly, the outrage mob, and say, no, I will not tell you my private medical history. So it would have been a lot easier for me to go out, like all these other reps, sit down and like tweet a picture of me getting the shot. Right. right? It, would have been, it would have been so easy for me to do that, right? But no, it was difficult for me to say, screw you, it's none of your business, don't right. ask, look at the treatment that we've gotten by standing up for privacy interests. Yeah. And frankly, that showed a lot more leadership than all of these people virtue signaling on Twitter by, you know, waving around their vaccine card and, you know, I don't even know how the hell some of them get them yet, getting it when they're in their 30s and won't go right. there. Right. But it, sh- it shows, uh, frankly, a lot more, like, leadership and strength to stand up against the what's going on out there. And what's going on out there is a total subversion of individual privacy for co- perceived collective good. Yeah. You know what else is not covered? And again, folks, so I speak with the House Minority Leader, Blake Flippy. But, um, you know, there are so many wise people that are on Twitter. And one posted, you know, this was a story in the Washington Post. Biden questions whether a vaccine approved by Trump would be safe. Kamala Harris, you know, she was asked by a reporter that, well, didn't you contribute to pe- people being somewhat skeptical about the vaccine because she would not say that she would get the vaccine. Now, how come that's not mentioned in the journal story? Because media, I don't know, news isn't about truth anymore, John. Yeah. That's why. It just isn't. Um, unfortunately, and this happens on both sides, frankly, more on the, the left, but, you know, media is, is not about truth. It's about, like, advancing your social agenda. And I don't even know how many people can call themselves journalists. Um, many people are activists. Yes. Who, you know, masquerade as journalists. Yeah. And it's very, it's very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. People who are a protected business in our Constitution, right? They are protected by the First Amendment, as they should be. But there's a certain amount of responsibility that comes along with operating within that protected sphere. And that is, you know what? You shoot straight with the people. Right. Right, it's, not, it's not illegal for you not to shoot 
straight with the people, right? It's immoral for you not to shoot straight with the people as a journalist who's holding themselves out as someone who's objective when you're really not. Now, this member of the Rhode Island Political Cooperative, of which he is, what, what do you make of you, you? You know, you were trying to say, all right, you want to ask me or mention that it should be mandatory. Let 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 me ask. Um, would you? What about you know religious? Um, if someone religiously an exemption for religious, what what do you make of the the response of I would allow medical exemptions, but not others such as religious or personal belief? I mean, this guy's nuts. I mean, it's just nuts. It sure, it sure. It just shows the person um, doesn't care about individual rights. Yeah. You know, they care about, uh, yeah, they they, they allow a religious exemption. Like, suppose there was a vaccine that was made with some type of pork DNA, and a Muslim guy said, listen, I can't inject that into my body. All these people would be marching down the streets, waving flags to protect the Muslim person. But, you know, if it's it's a religious exemption that isn't someone who they, you know, think of victims... Then uh, you know you're not entitled to it. Yeah. You know, if there, suppose there's a vaccine made with uh, with stem cells from aborted fetus, and there are those out there. Are you telling me that you're going to force someone who is pro-life to inject that into their body? Right. It's, out, it's outrageous. Like, it is. Who the hell do you think you are? Yeah. Is my response. Yep. And not only that, but I mean, I, I respect Kathy Gregg, but for her to say, well, you know, there's two high-profile Republicans, uh, Blake Filippi and Dawson Hudson. Well. Listen, I know Dawson. He does not hold office. He unsuccessfully ran for office and lost. He was a never-Trumper leak. And why, why aren't they talking to him and Gary Sass about the Lincoln Project? If you want to start uh, you're doing a story on controversy, why don't you go back and ask some of those never-Trumpers about the Lincoln Project that they were, they were a part of? But this business that somehow... Um, you know, that's but you're you're right, minority leader Flippy. This is like the angle of let's go in and try to paint the Republican like today's GOP. They they won't release their medical records to people like what? How, how is that today's GOP? I I would think that that applies to both sides. Most people feel that way. Yeah. I want Patrick Anderson and Kathy Gregg and Amanda Milkovitz, people who I respect and I think they're right. usually pretty good. They're all wrong on this one. Head slapper. I want them to post publicly a picture of their medicine cabinet. Don't yeah. take anything out. Go and post a, a, your, your medicine cabinet. Yeah. Because obviously it's, it's fair game for everyone to say what medical decisions we're all making. And who knows? There may be people amongst the House GOP and the reps up here who have a medical condition that says, I can't I can't take a vaccine. There may be people with deeply held philosophical beliefs that prevent them from taking a vaccine. Or right. people who have a, a deep-seated fear of needles. It's like, you, you're asking them to disclose that to you? So you can write about it in your paper and maybe sell a few extra copies? I mean, it's, it's frankly sick. Yeah. Um, and it's just inappropriate. And I think people really need to take a look in the mirror. I think us as a, we as a society really need to take a look in the mirror. Because where we're going is frankly scary. And it is going to end up in a very bad place. Well, not only that, Minority Leader Flippy, but if they want to do a story and we're going to start talking about health. So how many people up there are obese? And how many smoke? And how many maybe drink too much or how many, you know, ride a motorcycle or this business that they feel that they're going to start to legislate 
uh, personal safety, that it doesn't come into play. It doesn't fit. Now, listen, when I have you, what about an update? Where do things stand with the, the climate bill situation? So that is going to be voted uh, tomorrow night to be sent up to the governor. And then he has 10 days to veto this economy killing bill. Yep. Um, and people need to get on the phone. They need to call Governor McKee. You know, he's a good man. He understands the way things work. You can't do this to the people of Rhode Island, especially after this pandemic, when everyone's suffering, operating on just shoestring budgets. You cannot impose these massive costs by a bunch of bureaucrats on the citizens of Rhode Island. Really, these proposals need to come before us, and we need to vote on them yeah. instead of just making the head of a bunch of departments have all this control over your life, and it's going to massively increase the cost of living in this state. Massively. Now, Rep. Filippi, I'm also planning tomorrow to go. Uh, there is a rally about some of the voting legislation, and you are listed that you're going to speak. What can you tell us about that? Well, I think that might be Wednesday, right? Uh, for some reason, I thought it was tomorrow. You're saying it's happening on Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's confirm offline. I, I, sorry, there's okay. all these things going on. I have to look my schedule. Well, really, it's, it's, it's to support um, a bill put forward by Brian Newberry, which would require our Secretary of State to clean up our voter rolls. Yes. Um, as you know, I think the Province Journal did an article within the past year saying there's about 200,000 more people on our voting rolls. More than that, than yeah. The, yeah. Than the census says there, yes. there should be. It's close to 300,000, but go ahead. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. Every time I do a mailer during one of my campaigns, I get hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of you know, return return to sender, no one's at this address. Yeah. I get things from block people on Block Island who are like, that guy moved away 20 years ago. Yeah. Why is he still on the voting rolls? Yep. So we got to clean up our voting rolls. It, it's nuts that we don't. Um, you, you, we just do. Frankly, it, it's it's shameful that our voting rolls are this dirty. And and tomorrow, the, but the the house you're in session tomorrow, correct? At Veterans Auditorium. Tomorrow and Wednesday. Oh, tomorrow and Wednesday. Okay, so yeah. all right, maybe maybe then it is Wednesday. Uh, I for some reason yeah, thought it was yeah. tomorrow. We, well, we've been doing two. We- we're doing Tuesday, Thursday, but this week we're doing Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, Rep, speaking of that, um, what, what do you make of this? You're like, look at how everything now, President Biden, everything is starting to become about race. Like the, the whole thing with the, the voting, that this, this, is, this is not about race. As you and I know, if I said to you, hey, hop in the car, we're going to Fenway, we need a license to drive up there. I say, I'm gonna, we're going to pick up the tickets at the will call window. They want picture ID when I go to the window. You say inside, JD, I got the first round. You go up to get, you know, two two beers. They they want to see your ID. What, why should it be that you don't have to show an ID to vote? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, it's people who are trying to divide this country yeah. using faux racial grounds for it. Um, uh, and, and I think it's insulting to minority communities to say, like, they don't have the capability of getting and bringing an ID to the poll. I mean, you, you really think they're that helpless? I mean, that's the subtext of the argument. Um, I don't know. And then these people boycotting Georgia, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to do business with any of them, not because I want to use my power to boycott. What stupid business people. Yeah. I mean, you want to do business with someone who's that dumb that they're going to alienate half of the United States? I mean, what other things are they screwing up on? You want to go up in a plane that's being run by someone who's that dumb? dumb to make such a stupid business decision 
Right. They just just stay stay out of it. Yeah. And the fact is that the the Georgia voting laws, in many respects, aren't nearly as as onerous as a lot of the other states in this country. Right. Yeah. And especially, um, it was definitely New York has far more. Um, you know, worse, worse voting. Well, listen, folks, he is uh, House Minority Leader Blake Filippi. Rep, good to talk to you. Keep up the good work, and I will see you this week. Thank you very much. All Bye, right, John. folks, there he is, Blake Filippi, House Minority Leader, right here on the John DePietro Show. Now, right now, it's one thirty-four. Good afternoon, whether you're listening on 99.9 FM or AM 1380. I want to get to um, some of the sound uh, that we have. Um, people like the, the, uh, Easter skunk. That's right. The Easter skunk. That was yesterday. If you missed it, uh, you know, I, I like things that are live. People like things that are live and unscripted. People like content that is live and unscripted. And there was a daytime skunk, um, that I just uh, went live, and there's over 2,000 views of it, which is not huge, but it's, well, now two, 2,001. <laughs> the Easter Skunk. You can find it, folks, on the page. It's John DePietro, um show on Facebook. But I want to get to, uh, I can't stand Meghan McCain. Someone um, uh, sent something to me saying, oh, and I'm sure you're a big Meghan McCain. No. I am not a Meghan McCain fan in any way. Nope, wouldn't mind. They want to fire her from The View. I don't watch that show anyway, but not a problem. Not a problem if they um, if they want to fire her. All right, a couple some sound I want to some sound I want to play. All right, this is uh, Meghan McCain on The View. Promised with President Biden. My final thing: if we're going to do this moral equivalency sliding scale with the Biden administration, 100%, you need to come out today and say that you are boycotting the Beijing Olympics because there is mass genocide going on with the Uyghurs there, and you have nothing to say. We have nothing to say about this, and we're still going to go to the Olympics where mass genocide is happening, but we are going to boycott everything in the state of Georgia. That is ridiculous. The American public aren't stupid. They aren't, and this is just virtual signaling across the board yep. and like it or not republicans and democrats have to live with each other i'm not I'm that's sorry. true yes, she's they right do. i'm sorry they do. that's all right yeah go ahead i'm sorry are you, are you done yeah yes yes sorry okay right. okay whoopee okay uh i just want to point out that the law allows the republican legislature base level you know that that she's she's not wrong on that I'll give her that one. She's not wrong on that. I want to see uh, Charles Barkley rips politicians for creating racial divide. I haven't heard this. I enjoy him at uh, halftime during the NCAA. Is the sound of this? Let me find the sound of it. I have the article. All right. Let me, um, folks, bear with me. One thirty-seven. We have time. Let me find Charles Barkley. I'd like to hear that of him talking about. Uh, let's see if it's here. Peace was, man, I think most white people and black people are great people. I really believe that in my heart. But I think our system is set up where our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, are designed to make us not like each other so they can keep their grasp of money and yeah, power. That's right. They divide and conquer. 
Yep. I truly believe in my heart most white people and black people are awesome people, but we're so stupid following our politicians, whether they're Republicans or Democrats. And their only job is, hey, let's make these people not like each other. We don't live in their neighborhoods. We all got money. Let's make the whites and blacks not like, like each other. Let's make rich people and poor people but not like each other. Uh, let's, let's scramble the middle class. I truly believe that in my heart. Boy, I like that. He is exactly right. That is Charles Barkley. Again, uh, as far as tonight, someone sent me an email. Folks, remember, you can always email me. It's john at dipetro.com. The Bidens put a mask on the person in the Easter Bunny outfit um, at the White House. Wow. Biden's welcome. Maxed up. That is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. They're in. <laughs> Whoever that is is in a costume. Oh, my God, these people. How did he ever get in office? All right, let's play. This was um, this morning. All right, hold on. Let me go back to this is The View. Megan McCain, Matt Gates should resign over a sex scandal. What about Eric Swalwell and Jeffrey Tubin? <laughs> Well, any moron can get elected to Congress, to Sarah's question right there. I mean, some of the dumbest people in the history of American history are in Congress. And some of them currently, look, there have always been weird rumors about Matt Gates on Capitol Hill. Uh, you know, I have lots of family and friends who work in politics, work on Capitol Hill. He's always had a weird reputation. Um, I'm not surprised by this. I'm actually not. What's particularly gross is he was one of, he's the only congressman to vote against an anti-sex trafficking bill that was on the floor of the Congress last year. Um, I will say uh, he should certainly resign in the same way that I think Cuomo should resign. I think that Eric Swalwell, who has been accused and hasn't denied sleeping with a Chinese spy, should be removed from the Intelligence Committee. And I don't understand why that's not more of a scandal for Democrats. And I also think, you know, I remember when the Jeffrey Tubin incident happened when he was caught masturbating on a live zoom and everyone including you sarah on the show thinking it was hilarious i think all things having to do with men and sex and them exposing themselves and showing photos it's a violation for all women no matter the context it's particularly disgusting and vile given that matt gates is on uh, the floor of the congress showing it to people and by the way whatever journalists are reporting on that please tell me the men that saw those photos and thought it was both hilarious and appropriate to see uh pictures and videos of nude women in hula hoops and in a sexual context is disgusting i'm so sick of stuff like this and he should be removed and quite frankly tucker carlson i watched that interview live there's no explanation of this that makes any sense i've, I've watched like five interviews about it i've read everything i don't understand what he's talking about I, I, the most likely scenario is that matt gates slept with a 17 year old and sex trafficked her and he's probably going to go to jail and tucker carlson you know uh de- you know denying it there's a, also this like really weird group of people it. that always hung out at mar-a-lago in the trump years and clearly matt gates and his his teenage girlfriends were allegedly those people as well Right. Sonny, what do you think this strategy could possibly be here? Wow. So they they don't engage Meghan McCain. Right. So she's on it, but she doesn't. They don't talk after she says something. I want to play. This, this is um, the doctor who treated George Floyd after he was transported to the hospital. He believes that. The cardiac arrest was caused by asphyxiation. Based on the information I had, 
was more than one of the possibilities. Here we go. And, and doctor, uh, was your leading theory then for the cause of Mr. Floyd's cardiac arrest oxygen deficiency? That was one of the more likely possibilities. I felt that at the time, based on the information I had, it was more likely than the other possibilities. And, and doctor, is there another name for death by oxygen deficiency? Asphyxia is commonly understood. Now that plays in, obviously, folks, to the uh, narrative that is being used by the prosecution. But I want to, we'll have to wait and see exactly when the defense gets a hold of him. Now, there's also controversy about 60 minutes in the governor of Florida. I want to play a little bit of this. Uh, they went after Governor DeSantis last night, and he hit back. Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination. In so coffee. first of all, that, what you're saying is wrong. How that's, is that not paid to that, play? That's a fake narrative. I met with the county mayor. I met with the administrator. I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. But Melissa McKinley, the county commissioner in the Glades, told us the governor never met with her about the public's deal. The criticism is that it's pay to play, It's wrong. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative. And you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. And so it's clearly not. Isn't there the narrative? No, no, no. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Yes, sir. That's actually a fact. Can we stop the tape for a minute? All right. CBS in 60 Minutes excluded context from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in which he explains the steps his government took to to make the decision to partner with Publix on the vaccine distribution. The, The 60 Minutes version is first followed by his full answer. So I just want you to understand that. So they spliced it and took out his longer response more to fit the story that they want. You know what? We did it on a trial basis. I had three counties. I actually showed up that weekend and talked to seniors across four different publics. How was the experience? Is this good? Should you think this is the way to go? And it was 100% positive, so we expanded it, and then folks liked it. And I can tell you, if you look at a place like Palm Beach County, they were kind of struggling at first in terms of the senior numbers. I went, I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites, we can get more to hospitals, we can do the Publix, we can do this. They calculated that 90% of their seniors live within a mile and a half of a Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. So we did that, and what ended up happening was, you had 65 Publix in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is one of the biggest counties, one of the most elderly counties, We've done almost 75% of the seniors in Palm Beach. And the reason is because you had the strong retail footprint. So our uh, way has been multifaceted. It has worked. 
And we're also now very much expanding CVS and Walgreens now that they've completed the long-term care mission. Yes. It's wrong. It's so folks, again, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. I mean, what's really going on, right? What's really going on is the fact that already the media, the Biden administration, the Democrat Party, they're seeing that the governor of Florida is becoming very, very popular. And they're already starting to try to take him down. Now, I haven't heard anyone ask if Governor Raimondo received any type of donations from CVS. I mean, I can check. Um, but th- this business of that that's really what seemingly is going on is now they're going to start to we got to take this guy down. He's too popular. 60 minutes piece on Ron DeSantis is flawed. Um, they, but they had an agenda. 60 minutes without question had an agenda. They claim public's got the vaccine because of a pay to play scheme donating to the campaign. Um, DeSantis calmly debunked it, but 60 minutes cut the clip to make it look like he dodged it. DeSantis gave CBS this extremely plausible explanation. Publix was not first. They have 800 stores. CBS didn't use that. They clipped it so he looked irate and combative. 60 Minutes weirdly makes it sound bad that DeSantis wanted to vaccinate the elderly first. But that is the right strategy. Wow. Then there's some nonsense about Florida essentially privatizing the vaccine rollout. Corporations, profits. But D.C. did this too. CVS is vaccinating. Well, Rhode Island has CVS and Walgreens vaccinating. So corporations and profits. I don't know what I mean. I, I, folks, is this so this is what it's going to be like for the next four years. We are they're going to cover for Biden. They're going to try to institute a race war. You know, this is big. Right now it's 148, but I want to, Catherine Powers has resigned as head of the embattled Rhode Island agency that runs Slater Hospital. The head of the embattled Rhode Island Department of Behavioral Health Care resigned, further uncertainty of the future of Eleanor Slater. It's been a letter of resignation, recently diagnosed health issue in her family. A little more than a year after she accepted the post from Governor Raimondo. Tried to shore up operation finances at Elena Slater. Um, well, I, I don't know enough about it, this story other than her departure only add to the turmoil hospital system. But folks, that's what they do. They drive her out. This department's in daughter disarray, thoughtful pause appropriate, said the United Nurse. So the unions. Um what happens next with the hospital? I, I know that according to a recent report, the cost of the hospital operation services were 550000 per patient. Five times the average cost of services. The new governor has proposed allocating $65 million in the new budget to build a new long-term care facility to replace Sambarano Hospital in Burville. Um, and she is bolting. So I, I don't 
know enough. I know, though, that there's been, um, uh, do we really need it? Why can't these people just be absorbed into the, the regular system? I think they should be absorbed into. The state should not be in the, the business of this. And how about the um, the story last week in the Journal of Hummel with the with the situation with the firefighters in Warwick is just insanity, folks. But this this is what it could be like over the next four years. I can't believe that the Bidens had the person in the Easter Bunny costume masked up. Waving. Oh, my God. That's where we're that's where we're going. The person in the costume is messed up. Does that see ever again though? Everything's about optics. Everything's about optics. Um Major League Baseball pulling on that's a mistake. Pulling the All-Star game out of Georgia was a mistake. They made a big mistake. They fell for all this foolishness. But as I tweeted out, when you go to Fenway Park, you need a picture ID to pick up tickets at the Wilco window. You need a picture ID to buy a beer. And sometimes, if you're buying something with a credit card, sometimes they can say, do you have an ID for that credit card? But they want to have a situation where you don't need an ID to vote. It just, it, it just doesn't, why? Why is that racist? I'm also seeing another story. A family just kicked off Spirit Airlines, Orlando, New York, because their two-year-old child who was eating wasn't wearing a mask. The mother's seven months pregnant. And they have a special needs child. The entire flight was deplaned. Listen, it's really simple. That you need to work with the child ahead of time, get them prepared. I won't play because I don't know what the language is like. But listen, either everybody's wearing a mask or they're not. There's another example of these parents that don't think their child has to wear it. If you want to travel, then you don't have to travel. Then don't travel. I, I just, the, the, why, what, what part of that don't people, and here's the other thing. What is racist about it? Why is it racist? If you want to, if you want to vote, you have to present a legal ID. What's so tough about that? It's my absolute constitutional right to vote, but there are restrictions. There are restrictions with it. Folks, good afternoon. It's 153. It's John DePietro. I want to remind you, if you're involved with an auto accident or a motorcycle accident or a slip and fall or a workplace injury or domestic abuse or a dog bite, remember, Jack Calvino. That's right. Call 401-785-9400. Fight back. Call Jack. 785-9400. Were you in an auto accident? Fight back. Call Jack. 785-9400. Were you involved with a slip and fall? Fight back. 
call Jack, 785-9400. Or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Were you involved with a workplace injury or domestic abuse or a dog, dog bite? Fight back, call Jack, Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino, fight back, call Jack, 401 785 9400. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to my brother's disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today at 401 688 0517. Remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother's Disposal, 401 688 0517. 401 688 0517 for Brother. Come on, Brother. Call Brother's Disposal. Or maybe you just need. A dumpster for the driveway. Maybe you're going to throw out. Do some spring cleaning with the garage, basement, attic. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. And also offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal, 401 688 0517. Well, folks, good afternoon. Here I am. It is Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. I love the Wall Street Journal did a good piece, the Biden Baseball League. If you still doubt that progressive politics dominates nearly every institution of American public life and culture, look no further than a decision by Major League Baseball to move its annual, the summer all-star game from Atlanta. President Biden said Wednesday he strongly supported this idea, and the league dutifully obliged two days later. The MLB excuse is that the Georgia legislator passed and the governor signed an election law. It's ridiculous. It's no more racist than Delta Airlines asking for an ID when you're going to get on a flight. Period. What a joke. Noah Green. Do you know Noah Green is? He rammed his car into a Capitol Police officer. He's a member of the Nation of Islam. Louis Farrakhan. How come he's not labeled a domestic terrorist? Why is he not listed as a domestic terrorist? He should be. He should be listed. But good luck trying to find... A photo of, boy, the media let that drop. As soon as we found out that he was not, you know, couldn't be linked in a Trump hat or try to say, well, maybe he was inside the Capitol on January. As soon as they realized they couldn't do that. Story, they had suddenly no interest in the story. (laughs) This thing with Major League Baseball. Baseball is over. I'm looking at the Boston Globe. Can Boston's new all-inclusive tourism campaign help change its racist image? The city has rolled out two million marketing effort focuses on people rather than events and places. It is obviously there are people that want the country to be involved with a full-scale race war. Every headline, emergency room doctor testifies he theorized that lack of oxygen stopped the George Floyd's heart. Theorized. Didn't do an autopsy. Didn't, 
doesn't have the real answer there. Theorized. Wasn't sure. Let's deal in facts. Can we deal in facts? Is it possible? Took two Percocets, had a tremendous amount of fentanyl in his system. But they are running with the narrative that he died because Chauvin had his knee on his neck. How about the fact they had a chair reserved in the courtroom in case someone wanted to go with as a guest of Chauvin for support? No one is going for who who would? What are you kidding me? You don't think there'd be blowback on that? You don't think what? There wouldn't be there'd be mobs in front of your house. They would post and people would go after you in two seconds. But no, baseball, baseball made a big mistake. Baseball made a mistake and they will announce that at some point. Some point. Now, today is Monday, April 5th. Good afternoon, folks. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I'm telling you right now that sometime in the next year when this is written, Baseball executives will say, you know, in hindsight, I guess that was a mistake that we took the All-Star game out. Because where's it going now? Where's it going now? I don't think it's going anywhere now. Now they won't have an All-Star game, which I don't care. Listen, I want you to enjoy this Monday. Remember, if there's breaking news, find me on Facebook. It's John DePietro show on Facebook. And then... um, Follow me on Twitter as well. Folks, what's going to happen is I want you to stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news, and then it'll be the John Dion program. Enjoy this sunny Monday. Again, happy Easter one and all. We're back tomorrow at 11. This is John DePietro. Right now, stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. WNRI One Socket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, W260DC.